0: this is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We are less than a week from Thanksgiving, one holiday when many of us treat ourselves to lots of pie, baked goods, you name it. Now, I cut open an apple pie this week, so I think it's safe to say that we have already kicked things off in my home. But how do you make your holiday desserts stand out among so many distracting dishes? If you're tired of making the same old pecan pie recipe every year and you're looking for ways to zhuzh it up a bit, well, we have got you covered. We're turning to a couple of baking friends for their takes on holiday desserts and how to get a little experimental when baking. So first up, we have Chicagoan Martin Sorge, the winner of this year's Great American Baking Show. Welcome back, Martin. Thanks for having me back. And for the first time on Reset is WBEZ's Senior Editor for Audio News, Katie O'Connell. Hey, Katie. Hey,
1: Sasha. Uh, this is kind of weird seeing I you in know. studio. Good um, to see you here. But
0: you are the right person to be here. This is so fitting because, I mean, we're, we're constantly eating your treats in the newsroom. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so let, let's start at the beginning here, which is, which is the reason we're here. The season. Are you gearing up for Thanksgiving, Martin?
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I have my pie dough ready in the freezer <laughs> for baking when the really? whole family comes to my house next week.
0: When, did, when do you get that ready? Thanksgiving is like six days away. So how long has your pie dough been?
2: You can make pie dough and freeze it before you roll it out like three months ahead of time. And I, you, my family loves pie, so I usually have some in the freezer in case I need it.
0: Anyway, yes. just, on, just on standby. Yep. <laughs> what about you, Katie? Are you, is your pie dough ready to go?
1: Pie dough is ready and wow. we are on to Christmas cookies. Already, already,
0: already. And so uh, sides, are are those your favorites when it comes to, to Thanksgiving? Are you focused more on the desserts? Yeah, I mean, five dishes and
2: desserts. So I also make, you know, the rolls and any other savory baked
1: goods. Oh, so you, oh, you make, you bake bread too. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness.
0: So what are your musts
1: on your Thanksgiving dessert table? I'll start with you, Katie. Okay. So there has to be some sort of traditional pie. So an apple pie, you could put a twist on it, get Mm. some caramel in there, a little salted caramel is great too. Mm -hmm. Um, A pumpkin pie, I like to make mine with coconut milk. And then you can actually toast a little coconut for the topping as well.
0: did a little
2: gasp there when you said coconut milk.
0: What, what was that about?
2: That just sounds, I mean, oh.
1: sounds, delicious. <laughs> it just sounds delicious.
2: I like, yeah, like Katie, I like to twist things a little bit. It was bit. a happy yeah. gasp. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, what
1: else? Um, I have some friends who are gluten free. So I make a gluten free cheesecake and you can make that pumpkin. You can Ooh. put different toppings on it. And then for a little crunch, make some cookies. So I'm not a pecan pie person from making it. Love eating it, but. I will make pecan cookies, oh. and then that has that texture that you're adding to the dessert table as well. So you'll mm-hmm. eat the cookies, but not the pie. I mean, I'll make, I'll eat the pie if someone else makes it for me. It's just <laughs> you. You're, you're not making the
0: pie exactly.
1: As the Brits would say, it's a bit of a faff. So <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to make that one. But that's my spinoff. Well, it. you
0: talked about how your Christmas cookies are already sort of on the go. How do you keep them
1: fresh for a whole month? So you can either make the dough in advance and freeze it. Or, for, I mean, I've been doing this for years, so I have some cookies that I know freeze and keep well. So I will make batches of them starting weeks in advance and then freeze them. And it allows me to even test a little. So, Which ones? Oh, Well, I was going to say, so I'm making a um, brown butter chocolate chip cookie. So it's got, like, oh. a really rich chocolatey flavor. Um, and the recipe called to for baking it for 10 to 14 minutes. And I'm like, well, that's a big time span. So I right. made one batch of 10 minutes, one batch of 12 minutes, one batch of 14 minutes. Oh. So I could find what I thought was the perfect texture for it. And then, look, all of a sudden I have 40-some-odd cookies good to go. Right. So, that's, so
0: w- what was it? Was it the 12-minute batch? I think the 12-minute was, the, was best? the batch. I feel like that yeah. was, was probably... Pretty perfect. Yes. Oh, my goodness. What are some musts on your Thanksgiving dessert table, Marnie? you got to top that.
2: Yeah, I mean, (laughs) for me, it's all about pie, and it's, you know, you want to stick with some traditional, so usually I'll make one classic, like, crumble top apple pie with the cinnamon in it, Yes. and then I'll switch it up. Like, this year, I brought a version of what I'm going to make for Thanksgiving is an apple and quince pie with vanilla bean in it. I'm going to probably do a chai pumpkin pie with some of those chai spices mm. um, and kind of a thinner tart version because pumpkin pie is kind of a lot and you know you just want a little slice so making a thin version is great. Um, and then like I like to have other little nibbly things or crunchy things so I like to do some crunchy candied um, pumpkin seeds on top so that you have a little crunch with Ooh, that really creamy pie.
0: Candied pumpkin seeds on top. Oh my goodness. That Lovely. sounds amazing. So pumpkin, sweet potato, uh, pecan, those, I mean, I think those are the holy trinity of, of Thanksgiving pies. Um, they're the kings of the season, but as much as we love them, sometimes we are in the mood to mix things up as we've been talking about. Or maybe just make it a little surprising. But my question then is, how do you do that without causing a family fight <laughs> at the That's dinner table? That's the big question because yeah. people
2: love tradition Is you always make sure you have? I like to make sure I have one thing that's like I know everybody's going to love this, no one's going to complain, and then a few things that are different. And then the family's like, "Wait, we're going to want to have this again," or "Oh, it's okay that you experiment a little bit."
0: Yeah. Um, So fruity pies are 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 those sort of the signature? I mean, I like I'm a, a sucker for apple pie, as I mentioned, but blueberry I think is another.
2: Yeah. one. You know, cherry pie, because cherries freeze so well. It's one, you know, we're near Michigan where the cherries come from. So mm-hmm. cherries pie, like, it might not be traditional, but everybody always loves it. Yeah. Are you doing anything
0: fruity,
1: <laughs> so Katie? I'm actually considering making a trifle, too. Um I love trifles. I'm a cake person. Mm. So if you get like a spice cake in there and then um you get either like some sort of pear or even a cranberry jelly with like then you got the vanilla custard and I could take those pecan cookies mm. and crumble them on top. And I mean, anytime you walk into a room with a dessert that's the size of your head, people are going to love it. Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yes, I concur for sure. And you've got plenty of experience on how to put a twist on on traditional bake, Martin, because I, I feel like that's a lot of what Bake Off is, right? <laughs> yes. yes. Um, what are some easy ways for our listeners to to make a traditional bake that's a crowd pleaser, but it's you're, you're still able to put your own spin on it?
2: So there's a couple things you can do. One is like look at the flavors or spices that you put in a recipe, because if you change those, it's not really going to change the texture or how long it bakes. Mm -hmm. So thinking, hey, what spices do I like? Do I want to really put a lot of ginger in my apple pie? I love ginger. So just focus on that. Or, you know, do I want to be like fancy and luxury and put some salted caramel or vanilla bean or something else like that? Because it's really easy to change up the spices and flavors or change up the flours that you use. I like to add some kind of whole grain flour or Mm -hmm. cornmeal or buckwheat flour or something to give it a little twist and add a little more flavor. But it doesn't necessarily totally change the recipe. Um, But it gives it a little more interest and people say, oh, what's going on there? I like that.
0: Is that something that you... Keep in mind, too, Katie, you're you're trying to make these things that, you know, the family will love. They're traditional, right? They're flavors that everyone can enjoy. But you also want to put a little Katie
1: on there. Oh, absolutely. Um, I feel like what ends up happening is people want those go-tos, but they get so excited when they have something new. And for you as a baker you might not feel as confident bringing something new, but then you get that feedback, you get that warmth mm-hmm. from people. Um, and it's a great thing then just overall.
0: And how do you do with, with feedback? What if What if it's not quite what you expected? <laughs> you're, both, okay. you're both chuckling
1: Bold off Mike <laughs> to assume that me, a perfectionist, is, su- is serving something for the first time. Like usually uh, I do have kind of a test run. Your taste testing on oh, your own. Oh yeah, and then I'm giving it to people um, so that I can make sure that it is what I like. And it, that's why for me, then are you
0: staring intensely and watching their facial expressions oh, yeah, just as, they, as they taste sweating. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um but I do think that it helps then because I'm like, okay, this is an experience. I know I like this and I hope they like it too. Yeah.
0: Okay. I can't go any longer without tasting. <laughs> what What do you have in front of me here, Martin?
2: What have you brought? So this is an apple pie with some poached quince. That's kind of that rosy colored fruit that's in there. So it's a fruit that's similar to apples, but has kind of a more aromatic flavor. Poached quince. Poached quince. Okay. Um, and then I flavored it with vanilla bean to mm. really kind of switch up. Sometimes you want something instead of that cinnamon flavor. So it's kind of luxurious and a little complex and different. Um and pie crust is my number one favorite thing to make, so I made a fancy lattice top it
0: crust. It is all about the mm-hmm. crust for me. Katie, mm-hmm. tell me how you feel about this. This is, this is quite this lovely. This is
1: amazing, and I think what's so nice about it is it, it's light. Like you were saying, mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. Thanksgiving can be such a heavy meal, mm-hmm. but adding the quince in there gave it a little pop, going with the vanilla bean, um, so this feels like it's something that you could have after having that big Thanksgiving <laughs> meal, right? and it's not going to overwhelm you. I mean... This looks so packed, right? It mm-hmm. looks like
0: it, it's stuffed
1: with such
2: goodness, mm-hmm. so many layers, but it's extremely light, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. extremely you know,
0: lightweight. How did you how do you achieve that?
2: So one thing is like apples are sweet to begin with. You don't need to add a lot of sugar to mm, it so or good. too many spices because you want to taste the apples, um, and that's the big thing is you want to taste the crust and the apples. And not just not over overdo it with too much richness because you've already had a really rich meal.
0: There's a little there's a little glaze on here, too. What am I seeing?
2: Yeah. So I always egg wash um, the top of the crust, not the edges, and then sprinkle some of that crunchy um, turbinado sugar on it to give a little more sweetness and a little bit of added texture to the top. Mm
0: -hmm. Do you all have a favorite pie crust recipe?
2: Oh yes. I have mine memorized. Um, I've been sharing <laughs> of pie of course t- you do. Yeah, I've been sharing pie tips on my Instagram this year. And so I have like I have it memorized. I can make it at the drop of a hat and I have a ton of tips to get super flaky crust and not have a soggy bottom.
0: Mm. Okay. So we that the soggy bottom, let's talk about that. We've all been there. Yeah. And it's the reason I don't bake.
2: Oh no. <laughs> we can fix that. It's the
0: reason I gave <laughs> up. I, I bake nothing but banana bread. I don't go any further. And maybe, like, you know, those store-bought box cakes <laughs> with my kids. But how how do you avoid the dreaded soggy bottom,
1: Katie? Pre-baking. Pre-baking is key. Yeah. Um, I feel like the more that you bake, the more that you realize you're running out of cupboard space because you are— <laughs> Really? But you can use rice to line that, you know, if you put parchment paper and then rice in and you can pre-bake it. But mm-hmm. that's one really good thing to do. And then that will take it, like I make over the summer when berries are in season, I'll make like a four berry pie. Mm-hmm. And even if you pre-bake it, it keeps those four mm-hmm. berries mixed together mm-hmm. from getting it too soggy. Yep. Like you will be golden with yeah. that.
0: I love that. So now y'all are sounding too perfect. So I got to know your biggest kitchen or baking mistakes, they got to be in there.
2: Oh, um, well, would... you've
0: already exposed yourself Katie, <laughs> by talking about those pre-taste tests <laughs> that you do.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, I was going to say I do sometimes get distracted when baking. Like I need to make sure that I have time and I don't have like – uh, intense music going or like there's no TV. So they a dance party breaks TV. out? <laughs> uh, they, because because honestly, the salt versus sugar mistakes are real or Ooh. doubling the amount of baking soda no. instead. And all of a sudden you're like, why does this make my mouth tingle? Mm-hmm. And there's nothing worse than realizing that like you threw off hours of effort by a half a teaspoon of Yikes. something.
0: Oh, the salt versus sugar would, would, would get me too. What about you Martin? Yeah,
2: I think it's anytime you bake and you're super stressed or you're super rushed. So it's really about creating time and creating space and also spacing things out when you can. One time I was baking in a hurry and this it was a recipe for um like a babka, but it was you're supposed to put it in two different loaf pans and I just put it in one and it exploded. It fell onto the floor of the oven. Oh, no. There was smoke. And I was like, "Oh, oh I smoke. didn't read two pans." <laughs>
0: It's so simple sometimes, these mm-hmm. uh, these directions. So have you been watching this season of uh, The Great British
1: Baking Show, Katie? I have. And I actually really like this season because it feels like in some ways they're returning to classic recipes mm-hmm. instead of like massive construction projects.
0: And I should make clear, you're a super fan, so that was kind of a silly question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I do. I do. I love the show. I'll rewatch it. It's like a comfort show for mm-hmm. me. Um, but when cause I consider myself like an amateur baker, like we're going to emphasize the amateur. And so when I see people who are put in these positions where it's like, you have to construct something that's moving and it's battery operated. And I'm thinking to myself, what amateur does that at home? And who, like, who do they know? Who right. are their families <laughs> right, that are exactly. like, excuse me, my cake didn't fly to me. You <laughs> right. know? Um, that's so, so true. That's, I love that this season so far, it feels like they're just saying, Hey, make a good chocolate cake.
0: Yeah. Just
1: do this and do this well. Yeah
0: more more of a classic spin yes. on things. Well, Martin, I saw you hold your chest there. <laughs> was that was what Katie described bringing back anxiety for you as a contestant a past contestant? Yeah, a in little the tent?
2: a little bit. It's just, you know, even even, you know, I'm with Katie, I love the more classic return to form of this season's baking show, but it's also any kind of showstopper like I'm not going to do that at home on a regular basis if ever. So it's just being asked to do anything that big and elaborate brings back some memories of baking for five hours nonstop with cameras on me. <laughs> would you do it again? I would. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> In <laughs> a it, heartbeat. And it pushes you to bake things you might not normally bake. And then those things or smaller versions of them can enter your repertoire. Ah.
0: What'll it take for us to get you to sign up for? A, oh my gosh, <laughs> a television baking competition. Well, I'm so
1: methodical that I feel like what it would take is like going back and looking at past episodes and being like, "What haven't I made so far?" and then trying to make it. And once I feel like okay, I've made because I can do bread, I can do cookies, I can do cakes. I'm I'm working on my pies. Like once I feel like I've got an arsenal that's right. really ready to go, then maybe. We band together. It- I would watch every episode. <laughs> oh,
0: <thank> you. <laughs> you watch. I would root for you. I would. Aww. I mean, if we could call in and vote like American Idol, yeah. I would do that too. <laughs> oh, thank you. So, um, talk quickly about the the batch of contestants uh, this season and how you maybe think they compare to to others. Are you watching too? Oh yes, of
2: course. Yeah. it's like I go over to Sarah, who was also on the show with me. I go over to her house and we watch every week, so it's really fun. Nice. Um, they're just. I mean, they pick the most lovely like. Friendly folks, and they're just—I feel like this season too—are really just enjoying themselves and having fun and not getting too stressed out, which is really what you want to see. You want to see people enjoying the process, which I love. You know, they're always laughing. They have a great diversity of folks, so I just love all the bakers. Yeah,
0: absolutely. The latest episode dropped today, which is the
1: quarterfinals. Who are you rooting for, Katie? Ooh, I'm torn because my heart was with Saku. Who? Um. Spoiler alert. Sorry, guys. Uh. Unfortunately, <laughs> oh no. Did not make it through last week. Aww. Um. She was a gem. She was so positive. She always laughing. But like you said, there's a lot of people like that. Um. So I would love to see Tasha, um, make it okay. on. Um. And I got a soft spot for Maddie. He's just kind of like this jockish dude. Yeah. Who's just almost laughing at himself a lot. And I can appreciate that. But doing really that. well. But uh-huh. doing really well. Yeah. So.
0: Well, I know we're here to talk about baking, but since we're already on the subject of Thanksgiving, before I let you go, I mean, I do have to ask for your favorite side dish. I was thinking about this this morning. I think mine would be mac and cheese. Mm. You know, kind of any way you do it, as long as there's some good flavor. I need I need flavor. And some sometimes, you know, folks will have like four cheeses, five cheeses. That doesn't necessarily mean it tastes good, right? It can still be bland. So are you stuffing folks? Are you mac and cheese? Are you doing greens? Are you do- what? What are you doing?
2: Stuffing a hundred percent stuffing. I am a carbaholic. So just like <laughs> covered in gravy and- yeah,
1: stuffing
0: covered in gravy. And okay.
1: It- I am a big fan, actually, this is going to sound weird, out of everything that could be on the spread, of the cranberry sauce, and then, like, my family does always, like, the little mini gherkins, and I love it because it's just, like, a little bit of vinegar in the middle of a very heavy meal. So you're mixing up that flavor profile by having, like, the citrus punchy cake of the cranberry sauce, and then you've got, like, a little pickle that just pop, and it is so good. All right, I'm hungry. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Thank you so much. We also know, Martin, before
0: we let you go, that you've got a weekly baking newsletter, I do. Great Bakes. Tell folks where they can find more information.
2: Yeah, you can find more information on Great Bakes at uh, Substack dot substack dot com or on my website at martinbakes.com. Sweet. That's Martin
0: Sorge, who's the reigning champ of the Great American Baking Show and WBEZ senior editor for audio news, Katie O'Connell. Thank you both so much. Thanks. Thanks for Such having fun. Me.